This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Tonight. It's the return of Thursday Night Football. Chargers, Chiefs, who will win the battle of being thrown off their practice schedule to play a game on the dumbest night of the week? Thursday Night Football, tonight. I know. Yeah, do you watch other teams? Do you, do you, are you into Thursday Night Football at all? We watch all football. Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night. Yeah. They don't matter. College on Saturday. No? Yep. Yeah. All of it. You're not one of those fans that's like, I don't care about other teams. No, I love watching other teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, scientists have invented painless tattoos, Jen. I know. This sounds kind of nice. Also, a new Bluetooth mouthpiece we hope everyone gets. It is Thursday, the 15th of September, 2022. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, emojis provide a feel for messages that words can't always convey. But do you form an opinion about people based on the emojis they use? <laughs> oh, I never really thought about it. But probably, I mean, if they sent a bunch of, I don't know, inappropriate ones all the time, I might notice. Well, I'm thinking, like, what if uh, a man yes. sent, you know, smiley faces or kissy emojis or, you know, in, in an effort to be cute or affectionate coming from a guy, would that be weird? Someone that it you're not depend. actually in a relationship yeah, with? Yeah, on the context, yes. No. Bring it on. Bring it on? Yeah. Why not spread the love and send a couple of kisses? Well, Adobe just released the results of a big study they did on emojis, and it includes a list of the emojis that make people more or less likable when flirting or dating. The three that make you the most likable are the face blowing a kiss, the smiling face with hearts. Yes, I love <laughs> those that are two, Those are my, probably my top two. Yeah. And the smiling face with heart eyes. Oh, I love those too. I, I love use that all three one, of those. Yeah. I use the laughing one a lot. I also like the one that's just like the little, uh, like blushing, like the red cheeks with the smile. That's also another okay. fave. But I also think that women can get away with these more so than men. 
The three that make you the least likable are the pile of poop. <laughs> and this is in the dating world, right? In the dating world. The smiling poop. The, smi- the, the pile of poop. Okay. Uh, the yellow angry face. And the eggplant. <laughs> you got to be careful when asking if someone would legit like eggplant parmesan for dinner. <laughs> Can't that use that you? out the gate. You got to save that one for yeah. after you've built some sort of rapport. Yeah. yeah. But using yeah. emojis is generally a good thing when you're flirting. More than half of adults 40 and younger say they would be more likely to go on a second or third date with someone if they used emojis. And among Gen Z... Almost 40% say would say they would not pursue a serious or long-term relationship with someone who did not use emojis. It isn't all flirting, though. About a third of young adults say someone they were dating used an emoji to end their relationship with them, which seems high. Like Not even just a breakup text. Now there's like a breakup emoji. What is that one? That's what I want to know. Is there a person giving the finger or anything like that? Oh, maybe. You can give the middle finger. You know, is that it, is one of them. Is it the gray moon? I use that when I don't know what to say. <laughs> like when I just want it to be awkward, I send the gray moon. My other new favorite one, just not new, but I like using the one where he has the monocle on his eye. Like he's thinking oh, yeah. about something. I love that one too. I guess you, have, you have sent that I send that one he's all the pondering. time. And then my other favorite one is the one where they have their uh, the whole hand covered up and then the other one has just one eyeball. Mm. Like they're kind of like. The see no evil kind of thing. Through. I love that one too. <laughs> Yeah, here are some other stats from the report. Half of emoji users are more likely to respond if a message contains an emoji. Uh, 73% of emoji users think people who, you, well, of course, if they're already emoji users, they, they, would, they would think people who use emojis are friendlier, funnier, and cooler than those who don't. I think it makes right. you a better... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Air communicator. It not helps a, provide not, tone. Yes, Correct. not everyone can pick up context clues or, or tone. So that's like, what I was going to say. Adding yeah. a little bit of, you know, visual to it. This I like ha- them. Yes. I use them for that very reason. Same. This happened to me just recently on a family text where my aunt was trying to decide whether or not she should come into town. So I wrote, come on, like, come on into town. Yeah. And because I didn't put any emoji with it, she took it as like, oh, come on and make up your mind. Oh, right. You know, yeah. like, oh, we've been waiting on you. And, and now was, you're in all kinds of trouble. I am. And I, had, <laughs> and I did nothing. It's a big family kerfuffle. <laughs> it totally is. And it involves chicken, which I will Anita, talk Anita, why is Jenny oh, mad geez. at me? Yes. It, my mother had to make a phone call. Did about, she really? Yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> so my aunt can't decide if she should come up from Georgia as a hazard for our family reunion this weekend, to which my reply was, Come on. come on. I just wrote, come on, Mary. 
And instead, I should have put, come on, Mary, heart. Come on up, face. Mary. We well, love to say, come see on you. Up. And put, the, up. put a car. You yeah. can put a car. And I put a car there. Yeah. You know, like, come on up. Instead, it's yeah. like, come on. Or yeah. get on up here. Or yeah. Like that. So Would now, love to see you. Yes. Yes. I didn't reply correctly. No. That's obviously. so funny that you said that because I had a dream last night that we were trying to recruit someone to come work here from Florida. Uh-huh. It was a person in my dream who I knew very well and had worked with. Who was it? It's not a real person. Okay. I don't I can't tell you. But You've, in my dream, okay. we had worked with her and we loved her. It was female. And Tim was on the phone with her trying to pitch the job to her. Come okay. on, Mary. And I, <laughs> and I said to Tim, I'm like, tell her to get her ass up here. Uh-huh. And you didn't want to say, get your ass up here. You were trying to be more politically correct than uh-huh. that. Because like, that's me. Like, right. Give me the damn phone. <laughs> Come on. Isn't that weird? That is weird. It's so weird. You know, the funny thing is, after my mom had a phone call with her, now she's not talking to my mom. Are you kidding? No, girl. This is like serious country drama. And she, why is she mad at your mom? I don't know, because she- The now, same aunt? The same aunt. Is this your mom's sister? My mom's sister. On and another it, matter or on no, the same issue? No, it's like kind of ev- evolved to all the things that we're not doing right now. Why? What, like, did what, your mo- what did your mother say to her? My mom was just like, let's talk about this. What's happening? What's going on? I'm sure clearly it's a bigger issue than whether or not we're ordering you crispy strips. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's more There's going, more on, going here. on here. I think, honestly, what happens is, is that my mom is so close with her sisters that this sister <laughs> often feels left out because she lives in a different state. Like, the rest of my mom's sisters all live in Kentucky. So, you know, she's got these other sisters that they're always together and talking. And uh-huh. then this one sister lives in Georgia. So it's oh, like so she's out. So Ow. I think that's probably what she's feeling. And I think <laughs> Not the loop. Yes. Not and the I think circle. and I think the chicken order was just a launching pad for a lot of other things happening. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but now it's my fault because I have no idea why. Well, she's I, told the story three times and I still don't understand how they got to this point. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't understand. I hope that they can make it. I just make, hope she, right, better. Right, I hope yeah. she come on up. Come oh on my up. god! I'll let you know. Full report coming on Monday. Yeah. Unbelievable! It is family drama, girl. See. Hey, uh, I don't know how many of you remember the first time you ever heard about Google, or if you're younger than 35, it it may feel like it's always been a thing in your life. But if you're older than the age of 35, you might actually remember when it became the way to search the internet. You. <laughs> You you probably don't you probably don't remember Alta Vista web crawler oh, web God. crawler yeah I'm, we, I'm 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 a big web crawler guy I don't really know don't this Google thing one. I don't really want to try this Google I remember thing. Ask Jeeves yeah that I, was when I was in college that you might even still be around Ask dot com uh, well today Google Google.com is officially 25 years old. Wow. Google itself has picked various dates to celebrate its birthday over the years, but the domain was registered on September 15th of 1997, and it really started to take off in the year 2000. Google actually began as a research project by Larry Page and Sergey Brin when they were both PhD students at Stanford in 1996. The name Google... How did they come up with that name? Google. Uh, it actually originated from a misspelling of Google, 
which refers to the super long number, one followed by 100 zeros. It's actually spelled G-O-O-G-O-L. And uh, that refers to a one followed by 100 zeros. Hmm. Uh, Google News was launched in 2002. Gmail came in 2004. Google Maps arrived in 2005. And Google Chrome was added in 2008. And the social network, which... Man, I'm not even aware of this. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Hi, it's Tim. And if you're like me, you want to savor all of the seasons. When you replace your outdated windows with new ones from Universal Windows Direct, they're going to open smoothly to enjoy those summer breezes and lock and close perfectly to keep that cold air in on a hot, humid day. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Google Plus launched in 2011. Is anybody yeah. on that? Not, mm. I never joined. I, re- I, I remember when it, when it happened. Oh, they shut it down. It says yeah. here. They shut it down in April of 2019. That's why I know. Mm. You guys still use Google as your primary search engine? Oh, 100. Yeah. My, my, all of my web browsers just automatically open. Go there. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't really know of any other one. Well, the honestly. one I, Apple Duck, has Duck, is Go. Safari. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Safari, I guess. I always felt like Safari was a division of Google. <laughs> no, it's the Apple. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but web like when search. you guys ask me something instantly in here, like how old is Kiefer Sutherland? I'm like, yeah. Netscape. Yeah. Firefox. Oh, yeah. I remember those. Oh, Windows Firefox. Explorer. They still exist. They're on our computers here at work. Chrome. Is that a search? That's Google. That's Google. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like, they have See, Firefox on my computer here. <laughs> yeah, but I have both. Like, I have a Mac, so I have the Safari br- the Safari browser, and sometimes there are pages that don't load right on it, and I find that it works better on Google Chrome on more Chrome. often than not. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about this new Bluetooth mouthpiece we mentioned earlier. I, a lot of us hope these catch on because they look really funny. And it, it's just great entertainment. But um, this company in Japan, I guess they have a new Bluetooth mouthpiece that straps to your face mm-hmm. over and around your mouth. And it muffles your voice for phone calls in public, <laughs> which is supposed to be a remedy for loud phone talkers to Sounds oblivious great. to care that they're being rude. It's called Mutalk. Like a mashup of mute, mute and, and talk. talk. And it's for loud talkers who don't seem to know how to keep their voice down when they make phone calls. But they're pretty bulky. Like, they kind of look like a VR headset, but for your mouth. <laughs> it takes a big elastic strap. Yes. Yeah, Tim's, Tim's showing Jen a picture. I'm looking it's it up. Ridiculous. So if you've ever seen anybody play a trumpet and they put the mute, that white thing that fits into the oh. trumpet... Yeah. It looks like one of those strapped to someone's to your face. face. <laughs> yeah. It looks like an Oculus, but on their mouth. Yeah, Is that it, what that's called? A virtual reality. That VR glasses. That's mm-hmm. what it looks yeah. like. And, and it takes a big elastic strap to keep it in place if you want to use it hands-free. When it's, when it's, and, and it's kind of amazing. I mean, when you think about the technology, it actually works. Because when it's on your face... It creates an air pressure pocket that prevents sound from escaping through the air hole. Well, I would think if you're having some sort of sensitive conversation, like if you're a big wig, big time 
guy and you're at the airport and you need to have a conversation mm-hmm. that you don't want anybody else to hear, then that might make sense. But it's ridiculous looking. They're yeah, ne- going to is- need to come up with a smaller which I'm sure they will at some point. They say it lowers the, the volume of your voice by 20 decibels or 30 for really loud talkers. So even even someone right next to you can't really make out what you're saying. I mean, they can hear sort of a muffled something, but mm-hmm. it's not it's not that loud and it's not really not clear at all, uh, which is kind of the point. They're not available yet, but should start shipping in November or December, and they will run you about $140. Can't wait to see who's in line to buy those. Yeah. That's what it looks like, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, that's big. That's not small. It seems a bit cumbersome. Yeah, you would think. And awkward and uncomfortable. Do they explain what the eye thing is? No, but every photo I've found with someone wearing these, someone is wearing some sort of eye thing, like which glasses. doesn't help the look. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the thing though. Like I feel like in parts of Asia they just don't care. Yeah. You know, they look at it more practically. Yeah, it looks silly, but but who cares? It works. Uh, a guy made $100,000 suing telemarketers. I heard this story. I know it- you might actually want spammers to call you after you hear this story. A guy named Omar Corey runs a small IT company in North Carolina. But he had a lot of free time on his hands early in the pandemic. So he decided to, to, to just start taking all the telemarketer calls he got and actually just engage, like listen to him and engage with him. And the point of that was so he could threaten to sue them. He kept, them on, he kept them on the phone long enough to find out who they were. and Yeah. Now, I got to tell you, he was already on, on the official do not call list. So if you're on the do not call list, technically, telemarketers are not allowed to call you. But as I'm sure you know, most people don't jump through the hoops to actually do anything about it. Right. And he says he would not suggest other people try what he did because it was basically a full-time job. <laughs> but was it worth it? Oh, listen, he ended up getting settlements from 20 to 30 different companies for a grand total of $100,000. Wow. And he's not the only one. There was a guy in Texas who did the same thing, made around $75,000 in a year. We've told that story. Yeah, wow. but that sounds like a full-time job. Like he says, I don't recommend you doing it because it's a lot of work, but you're but getting he, paid. He had the time. Yeah. But the best part is what he did with the money. Is yeah. that part on there? Yeah. So he just bought a bar in downtown Winston-Salem. And <laughs> yeah. you know what he's calling it? What? The wrong number. Ah! Yeah, that's, that's great. That's funny. That is awesome. Yeah. I just started answering those calls and answering their questions enough to figure out who they are. And then once I figured out who they were, I was able to go after them. When I last counted, it was just over $100,000. It's going to be called the wrong number. Yep. The whole telemarketer thing just kind of gave <laughs> it a backstory I didn't have before. So that's how the, the, the wrong number came about is, well, hey, they called the wrong number because then they had to deal with me and it led to a bar. That's great. Yeah. So he's doing a soft <laughs> open for the bar next month, and he's really staying on theme with it because a lot of the spam calls he got came from debt companies. So he's he's got like these cute little names on the drink menu for different items. Like he's going to include one drink called 
debt relief. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, another one will be called car warranty. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's cute. That's uh, clever. I I'll, like it. I'll, I'll I'll try this debt relief. That looks really good. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I wonder if he'd always wanted to open a bar or if this was just an idea he had once he the money landed. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, I like it. And for you, Jen, tattoos. Yes. Back in the day, it used to be a sign that you were anti-establishment. That's right. Maybe a little impulsive. I'm going to be me. Yeah, man. I'm a creative, artistic type. That's right. I have something I need to express. And definitely tough. <laughs> you know, that's the other thing you want to convey, too, hey, because those that, suckers it hurt. It hurts. Yeah. Anybody that tells you it doesn't has either... They're either nuts or they just have an extraordinarily high intolerance. I remember we went with you to get your first tattoo. Jeff and I went. And I got it in it a very sensitive, ankle. yeah, and sensitive spot. You. I remember you being like, oh! Oh, for the love. She was yelling. There's video of it somewhere. I don't know where, but it was a while ago. Well, they may not hurt for very long. A team at Georgia Tech just invented painless tattoos. Normal mm. tattoos, as you know, involve a small needle jabbing you over and over. Mm-hmm. It just burns. But the new technique doesn't use needles at all, at least not conventional ones. Instead, there's like a patch with thousands of microscopic needles on one side. Okay. And they're so small you can't even feel them. Wow. But the tattoo is still permanent. And the needles... They're not even metal. They're made of tattoo ink that's encased in a material strong enough to get through your skin, but then it dissolves. I I just don't, I can't imagine it being able to do the same kind of detail that a, a hand, no way. Yeah, so do they know, print, artist. Do they print the, whatever, the design onto this patch and then they just press the patch on, kind of like a wet-on tattoo? Like a temporary like, tattoo that you have, yeah. It sounds like it. Like each tiny needle represents a single pixel. That's how tiny they are. And they can be arranged any way you want to create letters, and even intricate designs, according to this. So instead of a tattoo artist, you could design it on a computer, order the patch online, and stick it on all by yourself. And they also say that they will be cheaper than a normal tattoo. And they say there's a lower risk of infection because there's no bloodshed. Yeah, but what if you put it on wrong and then you have this big temporary Forever. tattoo? Or what if it or, smudges yeah. a little bit when you're applying it? What if you, you, yeah. you know, well, like you do you with sneeze yeah, or yeah. something? Well, then that's on you, and I guess you got to figure out how to cover it yeah. up or repair it. But That's kind of cool, though. Yeah, and I mean, you know, the other argument, too, I suppose, is over time, I mean, even ones with a, with a needle with as much precision in the world eventually sort of not fade, but kind of seem to blur over time. Hmm. So that may just be, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Somebody's got to try it I want right? to see it. Yep. So somebody show me it. Who's willing to give it a test drive? Yep. Try the, be- what do they call it? The beta version. The beta. Let's put yeah. one, let's just get a little small something and put it on your bottom. There you go. See what it looks like. Yeah. If you can see it through all that hair. <laughs> all right. Quick break. Let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.